It is time, now it's time for the Tuesday Titter Fuck. Good morning. Hey, get the fuck out of here. Oh, shit. That's about the last you'll hear about uh, with that guitar toy. Good morning. Eh, now it's 12 hours later and the day has dug into my shoulders and I'm not so energetic anymore. How are you doing? It's Ronald George Moore with the Matto Money Shot Podcast. Tuesday titter. Eh, okay, so it's... <laughs> bear with me here. It's 10 hours later. This is officially a Wednesday whack-off. little hairy hard on for Sean there um yeah so I uh, didn't get it out yesterday and decided to re-record twice <coughs> excuse me I just woke up not Robbins I recorded the show yesterday morning as I usually do I shouldn't have hit the snooze it kept me b- I, I, I I was half hour delayed. I didn't have I didn't have enough time to upload it before going to the corporation. After the corporation, I of course thought I will upload it. I just have to walk the dog and have some dinner that my beautiful girlfriend prepared for me. Nice chicken and broccoli dish. And then we watch Mad Men. You know, we got to do something while we eat. What are we going to do? Talk and look look into each other's eyes. <laughs> We do that without the dinner, you know? So we put in a, a Mad Men, which was fantastic. And I thought, okay, I have enough time. I'll go upstairs and upload it. But I started listening to it, and I was like, Ugh, as I usually do. This I do that with all the episodes I record, but this one in particular was woo, a real stinker, I thought. So I'm like, all right, I got time. I'll record another one. I started going off about Canadian television. Only because lately I've been on a kick, maybe. I've been another baby. I've been watching SCTV quite a bit on my it shows up on my YouTube homepage all the time. And uh <coughs> excuse me, goddamn, not Robinson. Um and not just uh like clean episodes, like some guy recorded off a of VHS or digitized it from a VHS tape and has multiple episodes that include the commercials that were airing in the 80s around their, the airing of the show. And why SCTV? Because it's the greatest Canadian television show of all time. In my opinion. In my opinion. In my humble opinion. Actually, now that I just said that out loud, <laughs> it's, it's a real rough run. I'll tell you why I'm getting to that. Because what I did is, uh, last night, this is a new recording, last night I I started uh, going off on Canadian television and I went through some list, MovieWeb, I have it here, MovieWeb.com, MovieWeb.com, best Canadian TV shows ranked, and I was like, I wonder where SCTV is on the list of best Canadian TV shows ranked. Not on the list! Not on the list of the best Canadian TV shows? Johnny LaRue? Sammy Maudlin? Libby Wolf? 
You are, you are so beautiful to me. <laughs> uh, Earl Camembert, Cannonbear, I should say. Spelled with an M, you say it with an N, if you didn't know. Count Floyd, Floyd Robertson, oh my god, the list goes on and on. Of, of the, the greatness, of, of the great comedy from SCTV. It's just, it's the best, it's the best Canadian TV show. And where is it on MovieWeb's MovieWeb? It's a laugh. Ha! Where is it on their list? It's not there! So I was like, okay, what's this list all about? So I want to break it down to you. And like, once again, I'm recording this because I, I started going off on all these shows. And I'm when I listen to it again, I'm like, well, that, that I can't, I don't want to put that out. This show's supposed to be positive. For the most part, it's easy to be negative. It takes real courage to be positive. Ah, oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> but I was just going off too much, so I'm going to... I'll do a brief countdown of what this so-called website ranks, uh, well, or just, in their opinion, is the 25 best shows. How did they come up with this opinion? Uh, uh, who cares? Let's just go. Da Vinci's Inquest. Haven't seen it. Corner Gas. Okay, right there, you have a show that should be in the twenty in the top twenty-five greatest Canadian television shows. Corner Gas. There's a show that I didn't quite get into when it first aired. I think around season nine, a buddy of mine was watching it, and I was just like, I don't know. It seems like seems like old people shows. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my god, I'm an old person. I should be watching this, and I did, and I loved it. It's great. You can't. Brent Butt is the funniest guy. In Canada. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Slings and Arrows. Haven't seen it. Flashpoint. Haven't seen it. Being Erica. Eh, I've heard of it. Alias Grace. No. Trailer Park Boys. Okay, there you go. Another. They got two right so far out of six. Trailer Park Boys. That's another show. Maybe it just takes a season or two to, to, for me to actually sit down and enjoy it but yeah at first I, I didn't like it <laughs> I thought oh they're just trying to go for the easy the easy viewership you know let's make a show about pot and it'll become popular throw in about two dozen f-bombs and it's just that you know you'll track eyes but I just yeah it took a while but great great show Number 18 on this stupid-ass list is uh, Rookie Blue. Rookie Boo, if you ask me. Uh, continuum. Continuum. Haven't seen it. Heartland. Haven't seen it. Sensitive Skin. Oh, my God. Haven't seen it. Kim's Convenience. Seen it. A couple times. It's funny. Top 25? Meh. Total Drama, an animated show. Haven't seen it. Travelers! <laughs> Haven't seen it. I'm like, what? Travelers? Travelers beats, beats Beachcombers? Working Moms. I've heard of it. 
Haven't seen it. And with an E. Okay, this is a top 10 now. And with an E. Now we know that's Anna Green Gables. Prince Edward Island has a hard on for Anne of Green Gables. Did you know that? I think I brought this up before. The the one time I did visit PEI. And Anne's on the license plate. Or was it Wendy's? <laughs> Very funny. Ugh, not Robin's. Gross. Frontier with Jason Momoa. Mimosa, as I call him. Haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> the Murdoch mystery, or Murdoch mysteries, I should say. Haven't seen it. The Tudors. The Tudors about the king and the crown and the reign and the King Henry VIII of England. Ugh, don't want to see it. That's number seven. Number six. Winona Earp. <laughs> Fuck, I haven't seen it. Western horror television series. Number five, Can You Hear Me? Mirentens 2. So they got Francophone television, French Canadian TV here, series. Supposed to be good. Living in a low income neighborhood in Montreal. Haven't seen it. What would that be in French? Haven't seen it. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, we should all know French. Number four, Letter Kenny. Now, this may be surprising. Haven't seen it! Which isn't true. I think I saw the opening of one episode. No, that's not fair. That's supposed to be good. Everyone says it's... Well, everyone... Is, this whole movie web is saying these shows are good, but... Letter Kenny. I hear it's a lot like Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know about that one. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they belong in the top 25. Moving on. Number three, Orphan Black. Haven't seen it. Number two, Degrassi. Okay, this is in my top 25 for sure, Degrassi. Although here it's just Degrassi. Now that's, they shouldn't put it all in the same, did I snort? In the same category. It's not, shouldn't be one. There's various shows of Degrassi. There's the kids of Degrassi Street. There's Degrassi Junior High. There's Degrassi High. There's Degrassi The Next Generation. There's Degrassi School's Out, which was a movie. There's Degrassi SUV. I'm just kidding on that one, folks. But the, my point is, not all Degrassi is good Degrassi. And uh, Degrassi High and Degrassi Junior High, yes, they're, they're on my list. So, uh, and then number one, what do you think it is? What should number one be on this list? you think it's SCTV? No. Shit's Creek. Okay, Shit's Creek. Maybe in the top twelve, or top twenty-five, not number one best Canadian television show ever. They put Corner Gas at twenty-four, and they put Shit's Creek at number one. Don't get me wrong, love Shit's Creek. Think it's great. The first season, especially the second season, especially with less enthusiasm, and uh, less and less as each series. As each season went on in the series, and I, I, but the actors, fantastic. I don't know. It's just like once they got over the the idea that it's a you know it's some rich fish out of water, <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe it's when they bought the hotel, right? Did, did they buy the hotel right off the bat? I don't know. I don't remember. 
Now, I'm sure real debaters and movie heads and TV show heads are spinning in their graves. And they're wondering, how can you do this? You know, it's so funny. Whenever I see, like, a music poll, it never really bugs me. Because, you know, everyone has their favorites. But there are some people outraged. How could you put Rolling Stones above the Beatles on crap like that? And that never bugs me because that's personal taste. But this list is just whack. It's whack-a-doodle, folks. And so it just got my... And that's why I didn't... I can't remember what I say. That's why I didn't put the... I was just, like, shitting on all these shows. Like, I, that was nothing what happened here. So what I did is I, I thought I'd... Well, what are my favorite TV shows, Canadian TV shows? And, you know, it's, it's going to be no surprise that they all pretty much lean on the, on the comedy side. Because that's what I like. I like the comedy. I like the laugh. Who wouldn't? To not put SCTV on any Canadian television list? Three dicks. So, what I did is I thought long and hard, and I made a list of my top ten Canadian television shows. Now, you gotta remember, this is from the perspective of a 50-year-old man who grew up in Canada and grew up on television so I, I it's all what I like and it's not what you're gonna like and you can have any questions or comments send them to the Manitoba Money Shot podcast at gmail.com if you don't agree with this list if you want to add to the list if you want to shit on my list feel free I'll read your uh, letter come on defend your shows what do you like what do you want to what do you like to watch so here's my list. Number one, SCTV. It is smart. It is funny. The talent, the most talented actors in Canada, all grouped together, making a sketch show. Very. It's the impressions are great. The the original characters are outstanding, and almost everyone is internationally known at this point, right? Martin Short. I will leave it at Martin Short. <laughs> I'm just ribbing. Eugene Levy. Catherine O'Hara from the aforementioned Schitt's Creek. Wow. What they did with that show, those characters are some of my favorite characters. Earl Cannonbear. And uh, Lola Heatherton. (laughs) Which are just fantastic. Bobby Bittman. Come on. Joe Flaherty. I have a new appreciation for Joe Flaherty. I, I've gone on about Joe Flaherty before, but he is amazing. He, what a what a funny, funny individual. He did a Nixon on SCTV, for God's sakes, which was hilarious. Andrea Martin. Andrea Martin is a, the unsung hero of SCTV. She held down the fort with some amazing impressions and just beautiful characters, you know? Like everyone from Mother Teresa... <laughs> To uh, Joyce to Halfwit, <laughs> she's just so funny. Oh my God! Dave Thomas, Rick Moranis, the Bob and Doug McKenzie boys—they're you know—they made a whole fucking movie out of those characters, and it's just the, a brilliant move by making the Canadian government said you need content that's Canadian, and they said okay, well here's your fucking content, bitch, <laughs> and it was a national phenomenon. Um, of course, of course, the late, great John Candy. What a powerhouse on that show and in life. And 
Johnny LaRue. I could go on and on about his characters, you know, Orson Welles. He's just so funny. And the storylines were just not only just like you had the parody of the shows. If you don't know SCTV, it was about a, a fake television network. By, and the owner and president of Guy, the, uh, Guy Caballero, owner and president, he he did his little messes on the show, and then you had Edith Prickley as the station manager, and so there was a lot of behind the scenes. A lot of uh, beautiful shows were behind the scenes where they you interact with the characters off camera. Having uh, the news anchors, or Floyd Robertson, double as Count Floyd, gave you an idea of the kind of lives they had backstage. and Outrageous stuff. SCTV, number one. Second City Television. Number two. Drum roll, please. The Kids in the Hall. Now, I guess I, I'm, I'm on a sketch comedy tip, of course, but The Kids in the Hall, that show fucking kills it. It was tough. I almost switched it to Kids in the Hall for number one. But Dave Foley, Kevin McDonald, Bruce McCullough, Mark McKinney, Scott Thompson changed the rules. Right? It was those 90s. It was kind of like the Mr. Show of Canada. You know? Hey, we're going to really step to that edge. We're going to push that envelope. And, uh, yeah. Fantastic. And how great is it that they made another season, what, last year? Two years ago now? Number three. The Tom Green Show. And not just the comedy network Tom Green Show. I'm talking about the Rogers 22. I was fortunate enough to be in Toronto when Tom Green was on Rogers, when he's on public access and stumbling across it, me and my buddy were like, or I guess everyone watching it was like, what the hell is this? This is like a new kind of comedy. And this was also the age of the home video camera and people were making their own shit. But with Tom Green, it was more of an, it really bordered on art. I mean, when he, when you have a, sh uh, a shot of him, of his, just his eyeball, and he's going, just talking to the camera like, all right, this is content. This is just an eyeball. Don't, we're going to hold on to this shot. And then that goes on for a minute or two. It's like Tom was making TikToks back in the day. The original guy who planked, when planking was a big trend. Tom Green. Funny back then, still funny today. The Tom Green Show, number three. Number four. Kenny versus Spenny. Uh... And this may be once again because uh, it was made in Toronto. It was actually made only a couple blocks from where I stayed when I lived in Toronto. And uh, unfortunately, I moved back just as they were starting because I would have loved to have uh, just ran into them in the streets and or just see them at uh, not Union Square, Dundas Square, where Kenny lost a was it yeah Kenny lost <laughs> a competition and he was in. Um, what is it? They, when they put your hands and your head in a, a contraption and then people are throwing tomatoes at, at Kenny? Man, and it's just the, the, the whole idea of the show of two roommates competing and not only that, but one's cheating and one's trying to ha send a message. And that wasn't fake. That's who they were. That's what they brought to the... It's uncensored, unapologetic, and brilliant. Kenny versus Spenny. Catch them if they're on tour in your area. Number five, The Hilarious House of Frightenstein. This was a, uh, once again, a sketch comedy show that held its format of just uh, hosted, I guess you can say, by um, The Count and 
Igor. And it's uh, basically it's just them setting up sketches with various monsters. You know, the Wolfman was a DJ. The witch had a Griselda had a cooking show. I, we fucking loved it. Every show when she'd bang her head on a on a pot, which is weird to think about, like how that's so entertaining. But it was. And Billy Van, he was the guy who was playing most of the characters and big behind the scenes. You got Vincent Price, for God's sakes. Vincent Price as the scary narrator and introduced every sketch. It's fantastic. It was ahead of its time. Or maybe a product of its time, because apparently it's not too PC. Anyways, number six, Corner Gas. You got to give it up. Corner Gas. It's jokes, jokes, jokes. Great characters. Um, Really fantastic show. That uh, and you gotta love that uh, represents the prairies. Not even that mad. It's uh, Saskatchewan. <laughs> Number seven, Nirvana the band, the show. Uh, I've loved Nirvana the band, the show since I caught their web series. They were first originally a web series, and then they graduated to a television show on Vice TV. Their parodies of other shows, other films in their and, and the idea of just two guys and the whole goal is to get a gig at the Rivoli with basically no band. It's like, you know, Jay plays piano and Matt just kind of talky singies over it. A lot of improv, two band, two cameras. Seems simple enough. And they just make it work so well. And um, Matt now has the movie Blackberry streaming with uh, Glenn Howerton. I believe, and Jay Baruchel. So that's that's a, that's a must-see, too. He's got he's great, great movies. Great movies. Nirvana, the band, the show. Very funny. Number eight, Trailer Park Boys. Gotta love Trailer Park Boys. They've been doing it so long now. I don't think Ricky even smokes anymore. I think they just had to drop that characteristic because maybe um, Rob Wells, I believe his name is. He, maybe he has health issues or he just doesn't want to hold a cigarette all day. But... Hell of a show. Very funny. Rest in peace, Leahy. And it's so funny that they tour. They also, you know, of course, they're going to tour at Comic Cons and whatever, but Randy has his own tour happening. He's coming to Winnipeg for his uh, cheeseburger picnic thing. I don't know what the hell he would do. Touch my belly for a dollar. Number nine, Degrassi. And this is only Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. You got to think of them as one show because the only reason they changed it is because the kids obviously graduate to to high school. But otherwise, it's the same show. It's the same kids. So Degrassi, ah, everyone knows Degrassi now. We don't have to talk about it. But those original characters, Spike, Wheels, Snake, Joey, the Zit Remedy, Caitlin, Stephanie K, the twins, Mouse, LB or LD, whatever. I was at the perfect age to appreciate Degrassi for what it was. It was speaking to me and my issues when I got pregnant. I knew what to do. I grabbed an egg, kept it alive for six months. And finally, last but not least, you can't do that on television. Great show. Holy shit, that was a really funny... Once again, sketch show. I like the sketches. Um... Yeah, it was, well, wait a minute, is that 11? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. No, that's it. Can't do that until a great show. Now, you're not, 
you get slimed <laughs> on the show. There's some good stuff. I heard that. You know, you barf. The cook's name is Barf. <laughs> it was edgy for the time. And for the, the kids watching it, that's for sure. Anyway, I'm going to end it there. Mwah. Two shows a week, usually on Tuesday and Friday foreplay. I just kind of highlight some sort of product that was made or associated with the great province of Manitoba. Uh, Patreon, uh, uh, if you sign up for the Patreon, you get Sunday Swallow, and that's uh, a fun little show that I do on a weekly basis on Sundays, duh, and uh, follow us on the social medias, the Math of Money Shop podcast, subscribe to the show, and uh, tell your friends, if you, if you care to, that there's a cool show coming out of the Keystone province. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Look at this. We did it. We finally got it out there. So I say, I may be back in 10 more hours with an update. You know, like, I can't believe I put Tom Green number three. Uh, have a great week. Uh, talk to you later. Bye.